0: Welcome to episode 105 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Friday, people. It is Tuesday's episode, people, but it is Friday. We're running late again. Friday, the 8th of May, 2020. V-E Day, people. V-E Day. Do you feel patriotic out there, people? ...who were listening, who were part of the Allies... (laughs) ...I imagine anybody else who was not part of the Allies... ...is just fucking getting on with work today... ...75 years ago, we gave those Jerry's a damn good looking... Um, ...did we, sir? Did we? We certainly did... ...didn't we, Carruthers? We gave them a damn good... ...certainly did, sir... Um. Yes. Uh. All those fucking old war films. They'll be playing them today, people. They will be playing all of them. The Damn Busters, fucking all of them. Six 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 Squadron, whatever. You know, all of those fucking crappy old war films where you had uh, the posh general and the plucky fucking cockney sidekick who was with him. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're fucking awful. Those films awful awful films but i do love i love watching the fucking accents of those films just the uh you know six of, we we did it didn't we caruthers we did it we did it we certainly did sir we certainly did yes we did took their trousers down and gave them six of the best didn't we we did, anyway. Carruthers, I'm off to a ball in Richmond tonight, and I'm a little bit stressed about it. So you're gonna have to wank me off before I go. Happy to do that, sir. I'm just happy to help you, sir. So I am. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm on about. Um, yeah, so it's VE Day, Victory in Europe Day, it happened 75 years ago, uh, which is very much, um, to be honest with you. It's very much still in the DNA of the nation. Um, It's nice for one day to uh, see all the uh, Union Jack flags up um, and all the bunting and shit like that and flags hanging outside of people's houses, people beeping their horns and shit for things that people who are no doubt mainly dead generation now... um, my, uh, my, my nan's still alive, who's, uh, from my nan's 98, she's still alive. Plucky, Plucky Cockney, uh, no, Plucky Northamptonian, and, um, uh, yeah, she's still alive, but mainly that generation has been wiped out, or they're fucking having hit number one records at the minute, <laughs> and they dubbing their fucking voiceover on there, you get out there and fucking get a number one, you old fucker walking around your garden, do that. Do it for charity. You can walk around your garden. You can fucking warble on a song. Uh, that's what they're doing now. Um, but it's actually quite nice seeing the flags up and not thinking, Oh, fuck. i got a fucking racist cunt living next door to me. <laughs> or just down the road. You know, uh, it's, uh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of nice sort of like having a little look. Um, it's a, It's a fucking big thing in this country. Uh, The First World War, the Second World War. We people uh, in uh, Britain, I know. I know we've got a bad past, people. I know we've got a bad past. You know, travelling around the world, nicking people's countries, shit like that. But there's very little else that we have going on at the moment that we can look back on with pride in our history. We've got the First World War, the Second World War and the 1966 uh, world cup football finals that's all we've got we've got three things that we can look back in our history in britain and think actually we kind of did the right thing there and things worked out for us we had a little bit of nobility against the old uh obviously you know obviously we sent the old empire troops in there first <laughs> <laughs> just get over there at the india corpse and just check out to see uh how uh <laughs> how destructive their fucking machine gun fire is oh yeah pretty bad fuck am i going over the top um but um yeah we've got we've got those three things that we can look back the rest of our history is just a litany of fucking <laughs> horrendousness where we went round, you know enslaving people and nicking all their good stuff um but hey you know they had access to weapons too we just had better weapons that's it (laughs) i don't know uh but it's quite a nice everyone's got a sort of like jolly sort of like atmosphere at the moment um which is quite nice um with regards to a bit a bit of patriotism is nice isn't it you know a little bit of patriotism you know you get your flags out you support your teams you know you watch the olympics you cheer on the fucking british person coming in 10th place in the fucking running or the swimming or whatever <laughs> that's what we do over here and uh, a little bit of patriotism's good i think it's just like you know i don't know when it tips over isn't it you know cuz i remember the 90s right I was a child of the 90s. I remember the 90s. The fucking Union Jack was everywhere. Jerry fucking Hallowell from the Spice Girls was fucking wearing a dress of it. You know, Noel Gallagher had a fucking Union Jack guitar. And it was fine. And then all of a sudden, somehow, when the new millennium come, all the racists went, ah, fucking hell, red, white and blue, my favorite colors. How has this worked out for me? Let's slap that on everything. (laughs) With the words something, 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 immigrant, something, something underneath. And then it just become clouded. Didn't it? Until you get to the point where you're just going, oh, you wince. When you see like a British, you know, the British flag, the Union Jack hanging up somewhere or Union flag or whatever it is. In Union Jack, you can only fucking put that on a ship or something. I don't know, people. I don't know. I read that somewhere. It may not be true. Um, Let's have a little bit of tea here. Um, So everybody's enjoying that. Obviously, with the lockdown scenario, situation, whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, there's no uh, major street parties. Although saying that, saying that, I think people are still having parties you know, lockdown's fucked off for a day, everything's starting to get a little bit more relaxed, isn't it, people are strolling around a little bit more, people are meeting up a little bit more, but, you know, I've heard of, like, street parties going on, I think my nan's going to, one. who's gonna tell her what to do, she's 98, you know, she wants to go out and, you know, in a little mask that she's made for herself and stuff, you know, fair play, enjoy yourself, you know, Probably not gonna see the next one come round for a hundred years, so just make the most of the 75. You know, you earned it. You earned it. <laughs> Back then, yeah, you know, fighting the Jerry's. Um yeah, so um I do fucking all of those everybody holds up those war films or or whatever. I don't know. Um I I'm not aware of German cinema or Japanese cinema, but I imagine their war films from nineteen forty uh nineteen thirty nine to nineteen forty five are very, very different. They take a very different angle um to the war films that um uh the Americans and we released. I mean that was basically uh those films were basically the British film industry up until like the nineteen sixties and then they were like oh fuck we've made every conceivable war film about those plucky brits um licking those jerrys and uh with uh and then the industry uh the film industry they did the carry on films for a bit and then it fucking took a nosedive um best film best second world war film has got to be saving private ryan i fucking love that film uh it's just carnage absolute fucking carnage um the opening scenes on that beach uh and everybody says they'd be sort of like you know like you watch that film and you follow the tom hanks character all the way through i'd have been left on the beach i'd have been the guy who when the fucking landing craft opened and then immediately shh, takes about 20 fucking bullets in the chest that's me ends up floating away just with uh his own blood like an octopus's ink, just spreading out like that. That would have been me, or the guy walking around on the beach looking for his fucking arm. <laughs> that would have been it for me, I think. Um, with the amount of, uh, you know, like I, I, I do very little heavy lifting and still got a hernia. You know, that's 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 what we're dealing with here, people, isn't it? Um, fucking hell, ten minutes in already. Um, yeah, so 75, 75 years ago, the end of the war, um, I always thought it was the same, they fucking, Hitler fucking killed himself, you know, bang, that's it, and then the old Jerry's, uh, I gotta stop saying that, man, I've got this fucking patriotism, uh, coming up, uh, just rising up inside me today, uh, gotta to put a lid on that, Ben, this could be, uh, this could... Get out of hand. You've already got the skinhead. It's only a small step over. <laughs> just a small... Just a little leap... Uh, to the next stage of... Um, mm, hang on a minute. There's an awful lot of people in this country. Uh, let's have a bit more tea. Hang on. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, I always... Yeah, I always thought it was the day... Sort of like like Hitler fucking... Bang. Fucking topped himself. But... Um, uh, it was, it was a few days later, I think that was the end of April, 29th of April or something like that, and obviously, it took him a little while to work out the fucking details, the old Russians said, we, we, we're we having this fucking lot, and we're gonna keep this lot, Poland, fucking Czechoslovakia, East Germany, we'll have the fucking lot Son, bring it on, won't it? And the Americans uh, uh, fucking stormed in there as well. And then built the old wall down. And then communism rose. And then, you know, here we are today, people. Doing podcasts about it. Um, but yeah, that must have been a fucking weird fucking day. Didn't Hitler get married the last, uh, on his last day? He got married and shit like that. <laughs> Just before he fucking shot himself. Jesus. Now, there is a metaphor for marriage if there ever was one. Even how, how much of a cunt and a fucking bastard that Hitler was. He couldn't even last 24 hours as a married man. He just couldn't take it. <laughs> I bet uh, fucking Eva Braun was fucking planning some sort of fucking weekend to go on. And he went, fuck this. I can't look around at a fucking another art museum. I can't take this anymore. That's a fucking hell of a to-do list that day he had, wasn't it? Get married. Kill my dog. Kill my wife. Kill myself. Bang. Done. I mean, I think that's how, you know, it's one of the stranger wedding days. Where are we going to get married, sweetheart? Where are we going to get married in a fucking bunker? My best man's fucking Himmler. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Goering. Or oh, Kerbals. <clears throat> Fucking hell. Um, Yeah, and uh, yeah, fucking hell. Where the ceremony's over, how long... Yeah, let's get the Bolivans. Hitler's gone off. Just to... uh, You hear a gunshot and a... As he's fucking nailed his dog and then he comes back in with a smoking gun. Right, sweetheart, you're next. This is... (laughs) This is how the day's going. Jesus Christ, can I not just at least finish the buffet, sweetheart? Is that all right? <laughs> You're too fucking eager. It's not like the Russians are fucking coming down the stairs. That's when you kill yourself. When the Russians are actually coming down the stairs. When they've actually got into the bunker. You enjoy yourself right to the end, don't you? Keep playing with your dog. Hey, it's going to be okay. Just keep bringing it back. It's fine. I don't know. I don't know, people. One of the uh, One of the worst. And then, obviously, this wasn't even the end of the war. This was the end of the war that we were celebrating in Europe. It was still fucking fighting. Um, the old uh, Americans and Japanese were still going at it. They know how to finish a war, don't they? You know, like, we 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 finished it by signing a fucking document and shit like that and the Americans know knew how to finish that war, didn't they? Massive. They know how to put on a show. you got to take your hat off to them. <laughs> and, yeah, not content... We're just going in there and fucking... No, we're going to fucking have a massive fireworks party over in fucking Nagasaki. <laughs> you can just imagine them just watching it going, Watch this shit. It's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, as that massive fucking mushroom cloud just blew up. Woo! I bet they were fucking... That's where the fucking high five was invented, I imagine. Just high-fiving each other on the fucking boat, watching that shit. (laughs) Hey, Chuck, did you see the fucking mushroom cloud on that, buddy? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Things were a lot better. Well, it kind of... Everybody's been, like, drawing comparisons, obviously, haven't they? With our present situation, our present lockdown situation... Uh, they've been drawing comparisons with the war, haven't they? I think it's a little bit different, you know. There's a lot difference from fucking raiding a fucking German pillbox, dodging fucking 20 millimeter ammunition, or wherever it was, whatever size it was. There's a little bit like that, you know. It's a little bit different, isn't it? You know, jumping on a fucking grenade to save your fucking comrades in a foxhole, you know, waiting for the Germans to come for you and you're fucking jittery and shit like that like Tom Hanks when he can't control his fucking hands in saving Private and It's a little bit different from that to having to queue for some fucking bread, you know. A queue that takes 15 minutes. Oh, we're all going through it. The Brit spirit, you know, the Blitz spirit rather, rather you know, I'm that plucky British guy waiting for bread. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit different at the minute, and we just can't really, you know, go out that much. I imagine, although that's meant to be changing with the announcement that's coming uh, coming on Sunday. Uh, apparently, there's a big announcement um, about uh, uh, in the UK that they may be fucking opening garden centres. Who knows? <laughs> Ah, that's a very British way to, uh, we'll just garden our way out of this predicament. Uh, you know, British people are famed for loving their gardens and shit like that. That's, that's how they get to the heart of the matter in England. Uh, England, UK, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, now that time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what they're apparently, apparently going to do on Sunday. Uh, they're going to be uh, reopening the garden centres or giving us a little bit more freedom, aren't they? That's, what, you know, so because everybody's starting to get a bit fucking pissed off with it now. Um, I, You know, I'm quite happy. I ain't going to lie to you. I am quite happy just mooching about, doing a few little bits, still doing a few little jo- jobs around the house. Let's have a bit more tea. I'm thirsty today, people. What better day to drink tea ...than on VE Day... ...tea that we stole from the Indian people... ...uh... ...hang on a minute... ...let's uh... ...let's... ...let's... ...let's fucking out. ...I'm taking ages to sip this now... ...yeah... ...so... ...um... ...so I'm going to be enjoying the celebration... ...so I might go outside... ...have a chat with the neighbours later on... ...and... ...uh... ...have a few drinks... ...um... And uh socially distanced, obviously. Socially distance this, socially distance that, two meters, two meters, two meters, two meters. And it that's all you fucking hear at the minute. Two meters, two meters, oh, two meters away, two meters away. Oh, sorry, I'm not socially distanced from you. Yeah, all right, okay. Uh one thing um uh that I have um actually um uh so, I, I was asked to be involved in uh because obviously stand up comedy is dead at the moment it is deceased it is an ex stand up comedy uh to quote uh, the pythons but um uh yeah I was asked to do um uh an online gig um which is essentially an online gig is doing this with uh material um that's 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 what it is Like people have been doing, filming themselves in their fucking house like that, trying to rig, hey, oh my God, it's just like the real thing. It's fucking not. It's not. Online gigs, from what I can see and what I've seen, online stand-up comedy gigs are fucking awful. I'm going to say it. I know people will say, hey, man, you're just being negative, man, and shit like that. But it's not. It's not stand-up comedy. It's fucking Alan Bennett's talking heads with, a uh, fucking shit production values and, um, no connection whatsoever, is it? It's like Alan Bennett's had a fucking head injury and just, like, written fucking scripts for people to do. I know, I know the irony of this, people, of <laughs> me fucking recording these podcasts as if I'm in, like, some sort of fucking podcasting super studio uh, doing this, but it's just, I don't know, the thing for me with online comedy, and the online comedy gigs that people are running, and that sort of thing, is, it ain't stand-up comedy, uh, I, I, you know, like, people are adapting. why, why put out a shit product, when you can just wait a few months, not embarrass yourself, and, you know, get gigging again, That's the thing. There's no fucking jeopardy. Stand-up comedy, believe it or not, is a very fucking precious thing to me. And it's a very precious thing to get right. You need the right room, the fucking right lighting, the fucking right amplification. You need the night set up right. You need an up-for-it audience. You know, so many fucking nights I have travelled... Up and down this country. Fucking knackered. You know, when you start off, you're fucking doing a day job. You're fucking driving everywhere for fucking hours. It's fucking knackering. You work for hours on your fucking material. You try it out at new material nights. You fucking get it honed. You get it better. You rewrite it. You redo it. You tweak it a little bit. You discuss it with somebody who you fucking trust. Which is very few people in the stand-up world who you trust their fucking opinion about comedy. You discuss that. And then you travel some more and you try it out some more until you've got it honed and ready. And then you put it out to that fucking audience when you're getting your fucking money for it. You put it out for that audience and you remember it. And you fucking remember when it hits and it hits and that hits and that bit hits. And you just follow on and you do all of that work and shit. Loads of fucking traveling, loads of fucking work, loads of fucking times when it dies and you like feel like shit. And I didn't do all of that to fucking just fucking do it in front of a fucking camera in front of my, in my fucking own lounge or my own bedroom. You know what I mean? Fair play to people if you want to do that. But don't, you can't tell me it's the fucking same and it's just as good and it was great gig and shit like that. You can't tell me that. Because I fucking know. I know how good it can fucking be when you smash the shit out of a fucking room. I know that feeling. There's no fucking jeopardy. I know that feeling of fucking you know, waiting to go out, looking at the crowd, you know, having the balls and and fucking grit not to fucking change your material to suit a fucking crowd, but make them change to come round to your fucking point of view on things and laugh at things that they wouldn't normally laugh at, not just spoon-feed them shit they already fucking know. And it just seems so fucking soulless sitting in front of a camera. I understand the irony of me saying this, doing this now on a podcast into a fucking camera available on YouTube. But it just seems so soulless, you know, doing all of that. Something that can be so brilliant and so great and so amazing. It's like having a fucking dog. It's the best fucking dog in the world, and it's fucking lovely, and it's always up for a laugh, catching fucking sticks. You throw a fucking frisbee. It jumps up, it catches it, and every now and again, it fucks your leg. Yeah, so you take it down the vets to have its nuts done, and then for the rest of its life, it just sits there on a fucking, on its fucking basket, you know, just getting fatter, and fatter, and fatter, and not doing anything anymore, you know, it's lost its fucking soul, because that's what it feels like, like online comedy gigs, and the guy, you know, the guy who offered me the gig, and that, he's a fucking nice guy, but I think in the back of his head, anyway, he thought I weren't gonna fucking take it, (laughs) do you want to do five to seven minutes in your living room to a fucking camera, no, I don't, I want that experience back. I want that fucking drive, that passion, the fucking build-up. I actually like driving to gigs, listening to fucking music, getting ramped up for it, then getting to the gigs, seeing what you're dealing with, seeing the crowd walking in, seeing what type of people they are, and then thinking, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do the stuff I do anyway. I'm not one of these comedians who goes, oh, fucking hell, that bit's not going to work with these, so I'll take that out. That bit's not going to work. That's not the way it should be. I don't know, people. It just feels like disposable comedy at the moment, you know, and it's it, and it's more precious than that. It's a lot more precious than that. I have a bit of fucking passion, people. You know, just don't do it because it's fucking, you know, you can Don't do a fucking, I don't know, this is, people are going to disagree with this, obviously. People who run online gigs are going to disagree with this, but that's the wonderful, colourful world of stand-up, isn't it? You can say what the fuck you like, as long, you know, you can have any opinion. That's what makes it good. You can have any opinion about anything, as long as it's fucking funny. I don't know, man. No honesty, no truth. No passion to it. You know, just sit down, point a camera. Ah, we'll make do and mend. You know, like, we'll make do for the time being and stuff like that and get through. Why not just step back, write some fucking shit that's great, and then when it all does start up again, you go out there and you fucking do it in front of a live audience instead of doing this fucking watered-down version shit fest that I've seen online, (laughs) how to fucking ostracize yourself from people, I don't know, people, everybody's got opinions of stuff, and that sort of thing, but, you know, I just didn't, I don't know, I've got too much fucking pride, I think, maybe that's it, maybe this is what, you know, everybody says move with the times, and shit like that, but, You can't do something that you've got no fucking heart and soul in, can you? You know, you can't just do it for the sake of it. There's no, I've got no, you know, passion to do that. And that's what drives me to do stand-up in the first place. That passion of wanting to be heard, wanting to be the, you know, that live, unexpected thing that could happen... You know, somebody, you know, that jeopardy of going out there with an opinion that may not be everybody else's opinion, but you fucking, you work out a fucking way to make it work and to get your opinion across and to make people laugh at things that they not necessarily thought they would laugh at. You don't just spoon feed them the same shit. Oh, I've noticed this. Oh, yeah, we've all noticed this. Oh, great. I've noticed that as well. Have you noticed that, Marjorie? Yes, Ken. I've noticed that. Fucking, you know. I don't know, people. That's my little rant about that. We're on 28. Ah, 28 minutes, people. And I've talked about two fucking things. VE Day and online comedy gigs. Jesus. What, you know, and how those two things. Let's try and find a link of how those two things. That's what, I don't know. That opening scene of Saving Private Ryan when people are getting mowed down on the beach. That is fucking people's jokes on online gigs. Just being fucking, you know. And I know people are saying out there about online gigs and stuff. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. It's not. You're playing to your friends and family. Of course they think it's fucking great. As they're commenting on stuff in the background. Oh, I really like that picture in the background. Fuck off. You wouldn't get that at normal comedy gig. Jesus. I don't know, people. I don't know. It's, um... We've hit 29 minutes. We're almost at, uh... I haven't even done any stories or anything like that, have I? Ah! Any news? Anything like that? I've just ranted for half an hour about VE Day and fucking online fucking argh, wankfests. That's what it is. Let's be a. Let's admit it. It's a fucking online wankfest, isn't it? You might as well just sit there, just fucking stroking your little pecker. Damn right, Carruthers. Damn right. Um. Anyway, that is uh episode. 105 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I will be back uh, on Sunday um, when we're going to get the next one done. That's 106. And then hopefully we can catch up and do Tuesday's episode on Tuesday. Fucking hallelujah. Um, I will be uh, back, as I say, on Sunday. Uh, If you've got any questions or anything and you want to hurl some abuse at me, Say you're a comedian out there running online gigs. <laughs> I don't know. Some of my friends are. Um, and uh, But, you know, you know they, they expect me to have an opinion about stuff. Anyway, uh, some of my ex-friends are. <laughs> uh, if you want to contact me, it's just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Uh, that is the end of uh, episode 105, motherfuckers. Uh, I will speak to you on Sunday. Take care.